Hello, and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi everyone. So today I'm going to be talking about a book that's both a thriller or murder mystery as well as historical fiction. So basically my dream book. And it's the book Blood and Sugar by Laura Shepard Robinson that was published in 2019. This is actually the book that I did a giveaway for on Instagram almost a year ago because I had accidentally bought two copies. So I decided to give one away on the gram to one of the followers. And although I haven't done another giveaway since, I would actually love to do another one soon. So all the more reason to make sure you're following Brutally Honest Books on Instagram. But I had been putting this book off for quite a while and finally got around to reading it. And I really just wanted to do an episode on it to share my thoughts because I really enjoyed this book. So just to give you a little bit of an overview on what this book is about, it takes place in London in the summer of 1781. And it follows our protagonist, ship captain and war hero, Henry Corsham, as he works to uncover the murder of his best friend, Tad Archer. Tad was a passionate abolitionist who was working towards uncovering a massive secret about the slave trade industry that would have caused irreparable damage to reputations and investors' wealth. So Henry picks up where he left off, both in terms of uncovering the secret that Tad was hoping to bring to light, as well as figuring out who his murderer was. However, Henry quickly learns that it might not be as easy or as simple as he hoped because it ends up jeopardizing his dreams of a political career, his family's happiness, and even his own reputation as he ends up being forced to reckon his own past and his own secrets. I was already initially very intrigued by this book due to the plot, but It also helped when I found out that this has also won several awards for both historical writing as well as being a debut crime novel. But the reason I was putting it off was because there are quite a few characters and I was afraid it was going to be really intricate and it would take more than average brain power to really keep track of all of these different characters and the different motivations. And That is absolutely, because I still have PTSD from reading Game of Thrones, but that was not the case with this book, and I really regret not reading it sooner. Robinson did an excellent job with the pacing for the book and introducing the characters in the right way and at the right time, so it's all very easy to follow who is who as well as what's going on. There is a character list at the front of the book, which is partially why I was afraid. The fact that she included it made me think that I was going to need it. And while it was super nice to have, it was never necessary. Same goes for the map that she also includes at the beginning of the book. It was very cool to have. And if you do want to reference it, but after taking one look at it before starting the book, I never needed it. And as I said about the pacing being just right for character introductions, it was also pretty spot on in my opinion when it came to the pacing of the plot. I know some people think this book was a little bit slow and 
Maybe it was a tiny bit at times, but overall, I was very happy with the pacing. It did not feel too slow to me, but more importantly, it also didn't feel too fast. And I think that is crucial for this book because it's a pretty intricate mystery that Henry Corsham is trying to uncover. And there are a lot of details, a lot of different suspects. So by taking it on the slower side, you're able to really understand what's happening and why. Because even though this book is half thriller, half historical fiction, the suspenseful aspect of this book is pretty moderate. It's more about the mystery of what transpired and solving this case. However, a quick note on the content of the book. Because it takes place in 1781 and revolves around the slave trade, there are some content warnings that I do want to put out there, which includes racism, racial slurs, torture, and even rape. So obviously, this is an adult read, and even then, I cannot blame you if you think this would be too much for you. Although it's a very captivating plot and series of events that unfold, there were times that it was pretty hard to read. And to be honest, that is part of the point. This is a terrible aspect of our collective history. So if your heart breaks for these characters, good, because it should. And that actually leads me to something else that really surprised me about this book, which I didn't know until the end after reading the afterword. And it's the fact that the events that take place in this book are actually based on a true story. And it's the story of the Zong Massacre. I'll actually put a book about it in the show notes if you're interested in reading the true story. But that was definitely a bit of a gut punch to find out after reading this book. So for those reasons, this book actually reminds me a little bit of 12 Years a Slave, which was also a true story or memoir that got turned into a movie in 2013. But this book also has very big, immersive, adventure vibes. So it also reminds me of the book The Luminaries by Eleanor Catton, which is also a historical fiction mystery set in 1866. So similar genres and era. And both of these comparisons were actually books that were turned into a movie and TV show. So that is why I also think this book Blood and Sugar would also make an excellent limited series on Netflix or HBO. But apart from that, I think one of my biggest takeaways from this book was the effect it had on me in terms of really reigniting my love for reading. I know it sounds kind of weird to say, especially considering the heavier content of the book, but Robinson just writes in such a way that it ended up really having that effect on me. I think I had fallen into a bit of a reading slump and was just feeling a little lackluster about the books that I had on my shelf, but there's just something about the way that she tells this story that just had me hooked and wanting to be reading 24-7. I do think it helped that the chapters are only about two to four pages long, so for me, that always seems to add to a feeling of consumability. Plus, as dark as this portion of history is, I did enjoy feeling like I was in this Pirates of the Caribbean era, as well as learning as much as I did, because it is very apparent just how much research Robinson put into this novel, with 
everything from geography and how people dressed to small details like architectural features and tools. And I think that really helped set this book apart. Because even though this is Lara's debut novel after previously working in politics, she has quickly become one of my favorite authors and I will definitely be reading her other books. Because after this book came out, she actually wrote a second book titled Daughters of the Night, which isn't exactly a sequel to this book. It's more like a companion read because Daughters of the Night is a standalone story, but the plot of which does follow Henry Corsham's wife as she seeks justice for a murdered woman. However, I did read that Robinson does plan to or would like to write a more direct sequel to this book. So I will definitely be keeping my eyes peeled for that. But if you're interested in reading this book as well, it does take place between June and July. So it's a pretty fitting summer read. And if you're still unsure after my review and rating, which is definitely five out of five stars, then don't just take my word for it. This book has a ton of praise from a lot of really reputable sources. So if you do decide to go for it, as always, once you've finished it, I would love to know what your thoughts are. And in the meantime, stay tuned for more episodes. Rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe from wherever you're listening from. And I will talk to you in the next review. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.